0: Hi, everyone. This is Karen Hunter along with Shar Goletka with Gateway to Tutoring, where our goal is to inspire parents, teachers, and tutors. Today we're going to be talking about Reciprocal Learning. So what is Reciprocal Learning, Shar?
1: In a nutshell, Reciprocal Learning is where the student becomes the teacher. Now, reciprocal learning is a learning strategy that can be fun. It can increase the level of your students' understanding, their comprehension, and, of course, their retention. I know so often when I am studying with my students for a test by drilling facts or listening to a lecture or even a YouTube video or reading a textbook, they can only learn so much. And by turning the table, it just adds a little excitement and a new strategy for them to be able to retain the information better. Who doesn't like to be teacher for a day or for,
0: or for a few minutes? That's right. I, In fact, that happened just this week. I was teaching one of my students a, um, a math equation and how to solve it in Algebra 2 And I asked him, I said, you know, I wasn't sure whether he was really getting it, getting Mm -hmm. the, you know, comprehension, understanding what he's doing. And so I wanted him to teach me. I said, Hey, would you please explain, pretend like I don't know how to do this. Explain to me how to solve this problem. Because uh, honestly, I wanted to know that he truly understood it. And he got a big grin on his face. He was so excited. And he taught me how to solve the problem and he did a great job. I
1: love that. I love that. And you know, interesting, a little off track here, but sometimes students will figure out math problems in a totally different method than what is being taught and it works and it works for them. So it's kind of fun to learn those methods and how their brain thinks and allow them to teach us. And then we can learn those really cool methods, the shortcuts
0: that maybe they're, they're seeing in their heads that we haven't even considered. It's kind of fun. It is. I learn from my students all the time. That's a good yeah.
1: yeah. So I know
0: um, back to the reciprocal learning
1: or along that same lines, just just adding that factor into your study time with your student can add a twist. So it gives them a leadership role. And when students take a leadership role, it's a great strategy to retain information and get them to even learn at a deeper level and a higher learning level. So there can be implemented many different ways. Maybe quizzing each other for an upcoming test um, or even implementing this strategy for when you need to memorize formulas or uh, vocabulary words. Um, or even perhaps have you ever had your student teach an entire lesson or an entire concept to you?
0: No, that's an, a very interesting concept though. I love that. that mm-hmm. Cause that's going to take a lot of effort on their part, but boy, are they going to learn in preparing for that and actually doing it? That's it's, correct. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's true. Years ago when I homeschooled, we always uh, participated in co-op learning, cooperative learning. So we had co-ops where the students would come and we would have unit studies. And uh, after a while, I think that the students kind of got a little bored. So I thought, let's let's mix this up a bit. And so I would assign units or lessons within a unit for different students to teach. So they would go home. They would research the material if we were, let's say, learning about um taxonomy and and the classification of organisms that's a little complex but it's an example (laughs) sure so they would go home and they would learn it and they would maybe make a poster about the different um, classification levels and maybe create a mnemonic um, for the different categories come back and teach the class and of course I would know the material and jump in and help as well But it was it was fun for them to put on a teacher's hat and to really take the responsibility of teaching an entire lesson. Yeah. So, of course, that opportunity isn't really there for a typical student unless you're a teacher and you want to hand over that that um, opportunity for your students. But even in a tutoring situation, we can do that. We can say, hey, you have to study for this test. Why don't you take the study guide and teach me? I've done that so many times with my students. Teach me. Teach me. What is it yeah. you need? And it's, and it's very, um, it's a little perplexing because I'll, I'll have to really put on my thinking cap to memorize these terms that, you know, are unfamiliar to me in uh, chemistry or or what have you. And because they're quizzing me and teaching me. But it really helps them retain the information. It's it's a fun way to do it.
0: Yes, the fact that you mentioned the vocabulary, I think if you use this strategy in any subject, mm-hmm. it's true. Whoever is teaching it, the subject is going to learn the terminology. I took geometry. I know geometry. I you know I did really well in it. But when I had to teach it, oh my goodness. And to learn and remember and know what each of these terms really meant and not just Mm -hmm. be able to solve whatever was on the page, it took my my understanding of it to a higher level. And that's what we're going to help our students do by they do this. Yeah, I
1: remember I remember a couple of years ago um, going through uh, for, I think it was for biology, one of my students had to learn, oh my goodness, I can't even imagine. It was like 150 prefixes and suffixes, mm-hmm. and I knew there was no way he was going to memorize those, so I just handed him the list, and I said, all right, teach them to me. And you know he would learn twenty five at a time, so <laughs> it was a real challenge for me. To but it was it was much easier for me than it was for him because I knew so many of the terms like oncology, so I would know what the onco, um, you know, prefix would mean. So I had a little I had a little prior knowledge that helped me. But the point being, it helped him so much to be able to dig in and to find ways, clever ways, because I would say to him, how in the world am I ever going to remember that one? And so he would come up with a clever way to help me remember Onco. Onco, you know, has to do with, um, you know, uh, cancer or what have you. So uh, I don't know. We would come up with clever ways and then he would teach them to me and remind me of them because I always said, I don't remember, I don't remember, I don't remember. So I make <laughs> him teach them to me again and again and again. Yes. And so it's fun. It's fun and it's effective and um,
0: it's a it's a great strategy. Have you ever used mnemonics? I have. I have. I have a mnemonic so that students can learn the um, quadratic equation and yeah, several others. Uh, It's just an easy way to do it. And sometimes our kids can come up with mnemonics on their own that are even more interesting than anything I could come up with. Right. right. uh, Recently, uh, I confessed to one of my students that I always forget how many feet are in a mile. And here I am a math Mm -hmm. teacher. You think I could remember that? But I realized when we were talking, when I was talking with him, that I never put the effort in to try and memorize it. I never. Mm -hmm. And that's just making the effort is 99% of it, right? I am going to remember how many feet are in a mile. And he said, oh, that's Mm -hmm. easy, Miss Karen. All you have to do is remember five tomatoes. I'm like, what? He says (laughs) five tomatoes. The Mm -hmm. number a feet in a mile is five, two, eight oh, five two mate Os. I'm like <laughs> I will never forget it now. And that's the, clever yeah, and he taught me that and I love it and now I know
1: <laughs> that's great, I love it that I wonder who came up with that if it was a student or a teacher. But really coming up with mnemonics or even songs, I have my my students create songs to remember lists of things, you know, like Colors of the Rainbow. Of course, there's a mnemonic for that. Um, Well, not really a mnemonic, but uh, Roy G. Biv and then different songs. So they're much better at creating songs than I am. And uh, then they they can recall the melody much better than I can. So that's another opportunity (laughs) for them to teach me and to really, of course, in ingrain that in their mind and their memory as well.
0: Yes. Twinkle, twinkle, little star is a great little tune to memorize a lot of things with. Just one. Isn't that?
1: (laughs) That's funny. Some of those. Yeah. Like happy birthday. And Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, is that the same melody? Happy birthday, twinkle. twinkle. No, No. but there are a couple that are the same melody. Yes, they are.
0: The alphabet song and twinkle, twinkle are the same tune.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. And you can, you can, yeah, we've done that with uh, memorizing, just trying to find a song that would, that would go along with the uh, syllables (laughs) of what you need to memorize. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Also, I know, um, For some of my students, I've had them create a game, whether it be like a bingo game or maybe a Kahoot game online. Um, Quizlet, of course, is very popular online as well, where you can just create flashcards and then uh, a game that goes along with it. But that creating a game is, is really one of the highest levels of learning because they're taking the information that they've learned and they're finding a way to create with it. And they're, they're applying that knowledge in a way that someone else can learn it. It's not just, um, even quizzing back and forth. It's a much higher level of learning. It's what, um, what, what, what the tech the, what is it Bloom's taxonomy says that's the highest level of learning when you actually create with the knowledge that you've gained. So oh, that's great. Don't yeah, don't discount the value of your students creating something with what they've learned. Um, and can you imagine
0: not- as they create this, they're going to be interested in um, accuracy, making sure it's just right. That's and right. By doing that again, it's reinforcing the the material. Mm -hmm. the accuracy of it very good yeah
1: that's what's so beautiful about project-based learning it really there's a driving question and in as they create their learning so and they're learning when they create so it's just a it's a great synergy there Mm. um so i think we've talked a lot about reciprocal learning today and the value of it again you know anything you can do to spice up your learning. Um, I know one of my students uh, recently his little sister brought home a hamster for um for the weekend, and so we researched. I asked him, well, what's the difference between a hamster and a rat because that that's not a hamster that's let let me just tell you it's a rat and you have a rat in your house. <laughs> He's like, "No, I don't have a rat in my house. I okay, show me, prove it." And so he researched the topic in our session together and, and he was teaching me by reading and we were supposed to be working on reading comprehension, but he was learning a lot about the difference between hamsters and rats. And But it was,
0: did he agree that they were both rodents? Um, yeah, he,
1: well, yes. And actually it's interesting because rats are friendlier than hamsters and uh, apparently rats bite, or no hamsters bite and rats don't like, Oh, that's the exact opposite. What i what I would have expected, but that's what he found in his research. So huh.
0: I'm not, I don't know if that would be always true, but maybe for the most part, that, that that's interesting that he would find that out. Cause you would mm-hmm. think it would be just the opposite, right?
1: Yes. Yes. Like, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't want a rat in my house or actually a hamster, but <laughs> hamsters are just more, more domestic in our minds. But, Anyway, Trip. apparently, rats are friendlier, so, and rats can be <laughs> trained to do tricks. That's what he taught me.
0: So, uh, oh, yeah.
1: Any, I think anytime we can turn the tables and make learning a little more fun and keep it interesting, um, the kids are going to benefit the students, no matter what age, whether it's a, you know a third grader or a college student. It yeah. just it's going to help to involve them and to increase their learning level. And that's that's what, um, that's what we're in the business for, because we love learning and we
0: love to inspire our students to learn. Absolutely, that's great. All right, well, if you have any questions, please feel free to email us at hello at gatewaytotoring.com. And you can also visit the website, gatewaytotoring.com for more information.